Hi, I'm Simon Owens, and thanks for having a listen to my radio archive. As the title suggests, I archive bits and pieces of Melbourne radio that have somehow fallen into my hands. Feedback is always welcome, as are requests. If there's a particular piece you'd like to hear, I'd happily pop it up for you. Give me a shout out on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Simon O. Melb. If I had you, if you only had me, on a desert island, how do you think it's gonna be? You would be oh so terrific, alone on the Pacific, far away, just me and you. And the coconuts too, on a desert island, what do you think you're gonna do? I'll always hug you and squeeze you, do anything to please you. 24 hours a day. On tonight's Desert Island Discs, we say hello to one of the neighbours, and that's uh, Ian Smith, who plays Harold Bishop in the award-winning television serial. Hello, Ian. Hello, Bruce. How are you, mate? G'day, Ian. This is Paul. Hello, Paul. How you doing? Good, mate. Good. Been a long time since I've seen you. Absolutely. How long have you been in Neighbours, Ian? Look, I started about 15, or was it 16 years ago, I think, and I had about four years out. Right. So, uh, how are your maths? Yeah, oh. Okay, about 11 years, I suppose. You're in it a hell of a long time, yeah, that's it's right. Yeah, been a while, yeah. I'm a dinosaur. Now, yeah. Do you hear from Madge at all, Ian? Occasionally, yes. She's flitting around. Well, she lives in Ireland, of course. Yes. And uh, she's doing a tour of a show in England at the moment, I think. You know, she's doing most of the smalls with a chance of it going to uh, going to the West End. Yeah. Is it difficult to get rid of people in Neighbours? Because we've seen Madge pass away. We've seen recently the uh, the funeral or the passing of the young uh, married chap, Drew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it just seems that he had other things to do and, and, and the That's writers right, yeah. then get to, to That's work. Right. That's right, yeah. Uh, look... The bottom line answer to that, Bruce, is no. It's very easy. You can get rid of anyone. Uh, I sat in the seat for about eight years with Prisoner uh, as an editor and and so forth, an associate producer, and quite honestly, it was an eye-opener to me as an actor, and I've learned to behave myself since, (laughs) uh, (laughs) just how easy it is to get rid of absolutely anyone. Yes. Yeah, it is. Stroke of a pen. Yeah, with, without any doubt. I mean, you hear these wonderful stories over in England about uh, shows like Heartbeat or something like that, or, or was it something else? I can't remember. Where they put the whole cast into a, the community hall and blew it up. <laughs> and, then, and then they just drew short straws as who they want left, wanted <laughs> left in the show. Funny. That's the way to get the budget down. <laughs> uh, the same happened in number 96 when the whole block of flats blew up. That's right, yes. Yeah, yeah. you got it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's uh, believe me. It was it was a great eye opener to me in prisoner. So um, I, maybe that's why I've been in the show for fifteen years now. Yeah. You're sort of the, the the heart and soul of Neighbours a bit when things are, are crashing around all the characters and there's love and marriage and death. Old uh, Harold is sort of the the mediator, if you like. <laughs> well, it's down to Lou or Harold, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. We we yes. I mean, in a predominantly young crew, it's it's rather nice uh, at uh, not elderly age, but middle age to uh, to have that role. Look, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'm a lucky actor. I'm a lucky actor. Ian, what, what's your thought about the older actors? Like, uh, we see some brilliant stuff coming out of England, Ireland, yeah. and of course America. They have a great mix of uh, young and the older actors. Not I, here. 
Yeah, that's quite true. Uh, and England especially. I mean, uh, your, loyal, your loyal public will hold on to you 10, 12, 15 years after you've come off air. Yes. Quite seriously, I mean that. I mean, I do pantos over in uh, the UK, and a lot of those actors who are up there on the top of the bill with me, uh, their last appearance on on the box, uh, up to 20 years. Good heavens. But the people still... Loyal. ...go to see them, yeah. Very loyal. My word, And, and at the stage door after the show... Um, they're there, they're saying, oh, is Billy there like he was in uh, New Faces, uh, you know, 20 years ago? Yes. And I wonder why it doesn't work here. Because I know there's an audience for it. I, What's that? A third, I the older, know. The older oh, yeah. I don't know, Paul. Maybe, look. Is it the demographics? like this in England is because they're locked into their houses eight months of the year. Yeah. And uh, they've they've got these people and they adopt them. Yes, they're also gr- avid newspaper readers in England oh. for the same reason. <laughs> I mean, that's why newspapers like News of the World flourish. Yes, it? indeed. <laughs> Ian, let's spin in one of your first Desert Island discs and it happens to be one of my favourite female artists, Ella Fitzgerald, with oh. Oh Lady Be Good. Oh, what a lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it means a great deal to me, that, that number. I, I used to work at, remember the old Lido? Yes, in, yes. In the city? In Russell Street, wasn't it? That's it, that's right, yeah. I was in the quartet there. You were in, oh, Calcutta. No. Remember that, the nude show? No, I wouldn't. Oh, have. wouldn't you? No. Would, would, I have, would I have ended up playing Harold if I'd have been in the show like that? Absolutely not. <laughs> Certainly not blowing a tuba. And we don't want to see you in no. the elocution of uh, Benjamin Franklin either. Oh, God, thank you so much. I think he's very brave. Honestly. Oh, yeah, I'll say. Oh, is he? I, I give him full points. And, and he's, on his, he's on his own. Precisely. What oh. can you do if something goes wrong? No. Well, there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> just well, just say sorry and get off. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, oh, lady, be good. I hope. That, is that what you're going to play? Yes, yes. Well, that was my favourite number when I was in this quartet. It was just the most fabulous number. And when you hear this lady singing, I wonder why I uh, even attempted um, it. Are you singing? Were you in the yeah, leader? Yeah, yeah, my right. What was the name of the group? I think we've just called the Lido Quartet. Ah, right. Well, the Queen of Song, Ella Fitzgerald. Listen to my tale of woe It's terribly sad but true All dressed up, no place to go Evening I'm awfully blue I must win some handsome guy Can't go on like this I could blossom out, I know With somebody just like you So
song and a great songstress in Ella Fitzgerald. Hello. Sorry, Ian. Yes, mate. I don't think there's ever been better, has there? I don't think so. No, it's a beautiful voice. Uh, yeah. Ian, the last time we were speaking, uh, this is Harold Bishop from Neighbours, Ian Smith. The last time we were speaking, you related a, a lovely story that involved John Cleese on the golf course. Oh, yes. <laughs> Can you give that to us again? Oh, well, yeah. I, I, I went for this, uh, I auditioned for this this ad and I think it was Nudge or some chocolate bar I think and uh, I walked in and there was John Cleese and I had to audition for him because I'm a devotee of the man you know I think he's me man. too he's just so damn clever you know mm. and uh, I got it you see well I just didn't sleep the night before I had to do it I had to work with John Cleese and I was very nervous and uh, we got it was a golf course we had to go out to a golf course I've forgotten which one and um the, the director, we met in the morning, and very early, very early, some five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning, and um, he said, uh, Mr. Cleese, I'd like you to meet Ian Smith, and Cleese looked at me, shook my hand, he said, Ian Smith, and fainted, <sighs> passed out on the floor, and oh, I thought, oh, I mean, I knew he wasn't really, he hadn't really fainted. He was acting. I said, oh, Mr. Cleese, really, <laughs> you know, anyway, I watched him for the rest of the day, and he kept doing it to other people. Oh. And I noticed that one eye would be open. And what he was doing, he was looking at what people do when this sort of thing happens to them. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, I can only gather that's what he was doing, but there was always this one little interrogative eye, you know, just having a quick look. I thought, you you, you devil, you, you really are, you collect, you're collecting all the time, it never stops. <laughs> How long did, you did it take you to wake up when, I, he, when he collapsed in front I of you? I don't know, I think around about the third, I'd sort of relaxed <laughs> just a bit, a bit after that, you know. But I mean, he was, he was fainting over meeting people who, you know, <laughs> swept the floor. Oh, it's <laughs> marvellous, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Did you get to speak to him or spend any time with him? No, 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 he... Obviously. No, <laughs> well, that's the other thing. When when dinner came up, when lunch came up, sorry, uh, and we were all in the in the in the the, the um, club room, you know, um, he went to sleep in the corner, just lay down on the floor, and went to sleep. Yeah. And the man is an island unto himself, and he doesn't. I'm not saying he dissuades you from from talking to him, but you just get the feeling you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. mm. a little barrier up. Yeah. Now, obviously, Ian, you are a great fan of Harry Nilsson. Oh yes. Well, you see, my wife and I, we, we, we were both huge fans of Harry when we first were married, and we were married, what, ooh, what, 33 years ago. Mm. And uh, he just meant so much to our younger life. Yes. And uh, we've stayed, well, here again, we've stayed uh, loyal to him all this time. And, and, and perhaps uh, this may have been the secret to your marriage, the oh, song. Who knows? You made me love you. I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it You made me want you And all the time you knew it I guess you always knew it You made me happy
Wilson. Ian Smith is Harold Bishop. As you're a singer, or have sung, uh, have you sung on Neighbours at all? Uh, yeah. You could, um, you could be the next Kylie. <laughs> Get out of it. <laughs> oh, no, that was actually attempted over in the UK. Where Anne, Anne and I, they asked us to cut a disc, and we did, but nothing happened. No. Yeah. So, oh, well. do you play the tuba? No. <laughs> That's just a... I have trouble with a gum leaf. <laughs> <laughs> you do better than we do. <laughs> Listen, is it, I just commend people like you and Paul, who was in the Sullivans for a long time, to learn a script, I think, is a tremendous talent. Um, yes, I don't know, Paul, I don't know how you... Bane of my life. Sorry, yes, I the know. Bane mine, of mine my life. Mine as well, mine as well. I think the most important thing, look, if it's a good script, you have no trouble. Would isn't you it, agree, Paul? Isn't it funny? You're dead yeah. right. Yes. It's been said many, many times. It's yes. easy to learn. The words just fall off. Yeah, That's I mean, true. if it makes sense. If, it, if it's written by a person who understands what dialogue is all about, yes. I think I saw some off-takes once. The okay. British, British BBC or someone comes over here and does about four weeks of behind-the-scenes on Neighbours, and there's this little reporter. She goes out saying, and now we're in the home of Harold Bishop, <laughs> and showing off-takes. And there's oh, yeah. you reading the back of an egg, and then you move, <laughs> you move over to the larder, you pick up a cup, and there's something else written there. <laughs> oh. Does that happen? Oh dear. No, not at all. We put it on for them. Oh, did you? Yeah, but I must say that week, of all weeks, they turned up. I had the worst, I had the worst time. I couldn't put two words together. It was was dreadful. Yeah. It was absolutely dreadful. I mean, is it so bad to use idiot sheets? No, I don't think we've ever, I don't think I've ever seen anyone use that. No, I'm not saying... I remember one actor... Let me tell the story against Annie Phelan, shall I? Yeah. And I, I shan't say who the actor was. But there was one actor who used to put little notes everywhere all over the set. And uh, this is for Bellbird, by the way. Yes. Dear old Bellbird. And um, Annie Phelan went around and changed all the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Put them everywhere else except where they should have been. Oh no! We, we've still got we've still got the tape of that. It's the most wonderful tape in the Isn't world. Isn't that marvellous? <laughs> uh, this was a big star, wasn't this? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, a very uh, a lovely folk. Yeah. 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 Next song on the turntable is another Nilsson. Uh, it had to be you, Ian. It's ball pointing in the one direction, isn't it? It certainly is. <laughs> it had to be you. It had to be you I wandered around And finally found Somebody who Could make me be true Could make me Just to be sad Thinking of you Ian Smith from Neighbours on uh, Desert Island Discs. Tell you who was a very good little actor in in Neighbours. That was that uh, kid who played Tad, Harold. Oh, look, I've got to tell you that Jonathan is going to be one of the biggest names in the world. Really? That kid... Could believe that. Oh, that kid is the most intuitive actor I have ever worked with. Mm -hmm. And I would say to myself the night before I had to work with him, get down to it and, and really work out what you're going to do, Ian, because this kid is going to leave you behind if oh, you don't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the kid, and I call him the kid affectionately, yes. 
would come up to me before a scene and say, Smithy, what do you think I should do with this? I mean, there was all this, there was none of this I know at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he was... Uh, Wanted I, to learn. Yes. Yes, indeed. I just think he is going to be so big. He's, oh. he's, he's got a series. He's in a series over in the UK at the oh, moment. Oh, is he really? Yes. It's called Booze, Beer and Sheila's or something. Oh, yes. I've, I've I, read about that. Yeah. And I said to him, oh, that's why you've been doing all the research, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Are they a wild lot, some of those young ones? Oh, look, they're the nice... Look, you expect me to say they're a good bunch of kids, don't you? Oh, well, yeah, but... Bec well, let me tell you, I seriously, seriously yeah. say to you that these are the nicest kids. They are absolutely super. We've just lost young Holly, and what a yes. superb young kid good she was. Good little actress, yeah. Oh, she was just... She's just a nice kid, apart yeah. from anything else. Yeah. But the ones we've got now, we've got a new little bunch. Most of them haven't gone to wear yet. They're just wonderful. They're, yeah. they're, they're just nice kids. And yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think the world's in pretty good shape. With, uh, Ian, has anyone ever compiled a, a list of what, you know, what we would call successful, gone on to be very successful people? Well, we know uh, Kylie Minogue's one, Jason Donovan another one. Guy Pearce. Guy Pearce. There must be a... No, I don't think they have, Paul. Because it would be a fascinating... It's an opening, isn't it? Yeah. Getting yeah. back to the cast, I tell you, Holly's mother, the woman who is a very convincing actress, the, the mother oh. of Flick and all that. Oh, well... Uh, now you've embarrassed me. I, I, Janet Andrewatha is one of the greatest actors I have ever worked with. Mm. I've, I say that openly. She, she just astounds me. I rang her last night, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, she did this scene uh, with one of her daughters, uh, Stephanie. Yes. Carla, Carla Bonner. And I had to ring Carla as well. Uh, they just moved me. I mean, for God's sake, I'm, I'm working with them every day. And I sat down, and, and I don't often watch the show at home because we see it so many times at, at work. Um, and I just was making dinner, and I looked at it, and it just it put a lump in my throat. Yes, I, I think I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. When yep. she said, now that the man's gone... Precisely. She's, he's gone out of my life, why didn't I catch him? Mm. Wasn't that good stuff? Marvellous scene. I mean, it would have been so, easily to uh, so easy to overdo it, but no. Did you say Carla Bonner? Is that Tony Bonner's daughter? No, no. Oh. And you know, for many, many weeks I thought it was. Yes. It's a, it's a laugh now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tony, Tony was in the show just recently. He'll be going to air soon. All oh, right. Okay. Now, we've got another Nilsson. Uh, by the way, have you heard Nilsson singing a little thing called Little Cowboy? Yes. Which I play to my grandson. I love that song. Little Cowboy. My fortune. Guns away. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Lovely song. Now, here's another great hit from Nilsson. I guess the Lord must be in New York City. Oh, yeah. Beauty. I'll say goodbye. To all my sorrow And by tomorrow I'll be on my way I guess the Lord must be In New York City I'm so tired Of getting nowhere Seeing my prayers Gone unanswered I guess the Lord must be In New York City Ken, our postman here, Ian, met uh, Nelson when he was in this building several years ago. Oh, I would swap places. What, to meet Ken? I know. 
No, no, I know, Ken. Ian, it's been lovely chatting with you. It's not like an interview. It's just like a, a chat with an old yeah, mate, is. and we thank, thank you for that. Thank you, Paul. It's been yes. beautiful. Ian Smith, a lovely man, as Harold Bishop in the award-winning Neighbours.